to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. My name is JP. I'm Zach. And I'm Zar. Alright, so we've got a good episode ahead of us today, but I had to cut off Zach in the middle of the conversation he was just having, because I want everybody to talk about this as we kind of discuss what games we're playing right now and what's coming up. So, Zach, have you pre-ordered God of War yet? No. Why? I don't want to spend more money yet. But you will buy it. Yes. When it comes out? Probably. So then what's the difference? Yes. All right, Zara, what are you doing? <laughs> I I am still on DBZ Kakarot. I just oh, yeah? finished. How's that going? It's, it's long. It's getting tedious. Dude. It's a lot of fun, but it just feels like everything you do doesn't matter. Like, I'm collecting resources. I'm making food. I'm beating up villains. <laughs> and it just, there's always more and more coming at you. It just kind of feels fruitless. But I did just finish the Cell Saga, so I am close to wrapping up the game, and I'm ready to move on. Especially because, I mean, Boo Saga doesn't honestly last all that long. And that's kind of what I noticed about all the sagas is once you get into it, like with the Frieza Saga, once you're on Namek and you, like, initiate the fights with Frieza, it does not take very long. No, but I mean, like, that kind of holds up to, like, what your point was, which is that, like, all of the other stuff that they added to Kakarot, because... I don't know if we were doing Game T yet when I beat Kakarot, but I had the exact same complaints. I was like, they added all these mechanics like cooking and fetch quests, and like, I think it's a good a good idea to do those things. It just wasn't fleshed out super well because it's repetitive after you do it like five times. Yeah, and it's a completionist's nightmare because, you know, you, can, you got that counter at the bottom corner of every map screen that says how many D-medals you found. You can collect all of those. You can go open all the caves. You can make every dish. Like, it just, yeah. there's so many things you could complete, but they just don't feel like they impact the game whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great game, but yeah, that's pretty much my only complaint. It's just a little tedious. Did you play Kakarot, Zach? No. That's, that's surprising. You're a big DBZ guy. What made you skip over that one? My backlog. Uh, About the backlog. I do have one more complaint on that now and let him think about it. It's, it's real quick, but what you got? I'm a little frustrated with how much you play as Gohan in this game called Kakarot. Gohan's the best character in the fucking franchise. He is the best character in the franchise, but like, I wanted to play as super stupid Saiyan Goku the entire game. And Ultra just hear, mega. hey, I'm Goku. And, Power levels. Yeah, like the whole game. <laughs> and then I'm just sitting there like, Muffin God, Muffin. I've been Goku Gohan for like four hours now. Where the hell is Goku? That is literally Dragon Ball Z in a nutshell. It is. And so I just, I'm just really confused why Dragon they call Ball it Kakarot, Z. not 
Dragon Ball Z Gohan. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Legacy of Goku 2. You play as Kakarot maybe for three out of the 40 hours. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, fuck. <laughs> and it's super funny. You remember Vegeta in, in Abridged where he's like, can we please stop talking about Kakarot? He's never even here. <laughs> he's, he's here like three he's, times out of the whole series. <laughs> and then T.N. or someone's like, you know what? He's got a good point. <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Anything else besides no, that's it? That's you're it. I'm just trying so hard to get through Kakarot. I am trying so hard to finish it with a smile on my face. So, so I'm looking at my uh, my cart here, guys. And so uh, the cart on what, by the way? What do you Best use? Buy? I'm on Best Buy right now. Okay. You've always been a Best Buy guy. Yeah, well, what do you, I, I got what a got? credit card through them. Okay, they they scam me. It's kind of like <laughs> what's a sunk cost fallacy or whatever at this point, probably something yeah. like that. Um, and so I got Bayonetta three, God of War, Persona five for the Switch. And then uh, uh, the double pack Pokemon series. You're getting so, both? You're getting Scarlet and Violet? <laughs> so I'll give you the other half of that. I already, dude, I've been on a pre order binge. I guess this is where we talk about me. I've pre ordered Pokemon me. Scarlet, I've pre ordered God of War Ragnarok. One of only four times in my life, by the way, I actually ordered the deluxe edition of something. I love God of War. I swear, you are like the last human in existence that pre-orders anything. I Look, I get it's a scam, but I don't know. What do you get for these pre-orders? Arbitrarily, uh, arbitrary useless bullshit. Basically. Is what I get. And a big middle finger and like, that says, fuck you. You wait a year and a half, all of the pre-order, like, exclusive DLC becomes available to the public, too. You're Look, you're... Uh, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I make bad money decisions. Is that what you want to hear? Chris, makes me say yeah, that a lot, I'm happy too. now. It makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so I've pre-ordered Pokemon. I've pre-ordered God of War. I bought Bayonetta, by the way. I don't know if either of you saw that on my play log. I'm playing Bay- Bayonetta 3 right now. That's what nice. I'm doing. How is it? It's good. Good. I, <laughs> a lot of hesitation with that one. Here's The hesitation is there because I've never played a Bayonetta game. And I'm hopping right into Bayonetta 3. and It wouldn't have made sense either way. Just if that's what you're okay, playing as a that story. that makes me feel, yes. Because it's just balls to the wall the entire time. The but, sooner you yeah. accept that, the happier you'll be. <laughs> well, it's like, I, I'll i give it to it. Like, I was in the mood for a hack and slash, and then Bayonetta came out. And I was like, okay. Right? Like, if there's one thing I can say about miss old God of War that I miss, it's like, hack and slash is just fun sometimes like fuck the story you know fuck your feelings fuck the characters i just want to kill shit weird side question on god of war considering the hack and slash is there still a combo counter in god of war because i think the first couple of games had that combo counter i think there's like a bonus for how many things you kill oh boy it's been it's been a couple years since i played the game but um to my knowledge no huh yeah see that that kind of Makes I mean, me think they're stepping away from that formula then. Oh, 100% they are. I mean, like... This is Legend of the Zelda God of War edition. God of War edition. <laughs> Which is not fair, but I'm going to say it anyway. This, I mean, this is an unpopular opinion, but Kratos really got nerfed between God of War 3 and the new God of War. That's kind of what it seems like, because I remember back in the days of watching X-Play, and like they'd have to cover up every scene from God of War with like a kitten or something because of how badass Kratos was. Yeah, I mean, 100%, and maybe it's like an age-type thing, because Kratos definitely ages in the new God of War. You can see he's got he's got boy, so, you know. <laughs> boy. He's got boy. And the man is still performing outrageous fucking feats, like just lifting up half the earth but it doesn't canonically make sense when a fucking night elf whatever the fuck the things are little buggy elf things that shoot me one time with a shadow bolt and i'm dead and i'm like 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you can do it. Boy, that. you could have arrowed that guy for me, boy. <laughs> I took an arrow to the knee once, boy. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I'm bad. Like, I, I totally accept it, but I was still mad. I was like, Kratos just died to one shadow bolt. All right, all right. All right. You mean you took on Ares like back in the day, but that's cool. <laughs> and, it's just Balder. Balder doesn't make sense to me. Look, here's the point. I'm excited for God of War. I know I'm fucking stupid for not only pre-ordering the game, but pre-ordering a deluxe edition, which historically I've made fun of. I know, guys. So what, what do you, you like? Want? What a do you get in you that? Support it. That's that's not necessarily it's, it's, a bad thing. That's really what it's about is the support for me. Now, see, at least yours kind of you know makes sense because your company's trying. I still buy Blizzard products, and I fucking hate them. <laughs> I don't rescind anything I've said about those games. I'm an idiot. I'm an addict, and it's sad. And I hate me. <laughs> what do you get in that deluxe package? I'm curious. That's a good question that I tried to Google real quick, and your internet gave me the middle finger. So I'll you just, just don't use, get anything. There's so, even a dinosaur on here. So I'll just use my memory. Um, you get outfits for Atreus and Kratos. Um, I think there's like some different hilts or whatever for the Leviathan axe and handles for the Blades of Chaos. And I want to say there's a couple other things like you get a digital art book, which I've got a few pre-orders where you get the digital art book and. You take one glimpse at it for five minutes. You're like, oh, cool. Never touch it again. Like, yeah, it's uh, if I can say one thing to defend pre-orders anymore, it's it's really kind of to attest to Zach's point of like, it's more a sign of support than me looking to get those benefits, because let's be honest, there aren't any. <laughs> yeah, and I, I did just pull it up here, so it looks like you get Kratos uh, Darkdale armor, Atreus okay. Darkdale Dark armor. Dale. What's the Darkdale? I have no Dale. idea what Darkdale is. <laughs> Dinkleberg. It's Evil Dale. Uh, you get Darkdale Blades handles for Blades of Chaos, uh, mm. Darkdale Axe Grip for Leviathan Axe, official God of War Ragnarok digital soundtrack, uh, Dark Horse digital mini art book, an avatar set, and a PlayStation 4 theme. I don't know why it's a PlayStation 4 theme, but... Because PlayStation 5 <laughs> doesn't do themes anymore. Oh. That was something you could do on the PS4 that you can no longer do on the PS5, and I'll admit it, I miss the themes. That's a weird feature to get rid of. <laughs> it... I think I don't know why they did it. I'll, but like I said, I do miss the themes. You I know, thought the themes you could do with PS4 was very cool. The 3DS has themes... Why, yeah. <laughs> why was that not brought to the Switch? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we're going backwards, boys. We're going backwards. <laughs> All right. Zach, what are we doing in today's episode? We're doing stuff and things. <laughs> and things and stuff. Isn't that the truth? So on here, itinerary, we have PSVR 2, talks, pre-orders, all the stuffs. Then we have AMD talking about stuff they want to sell you. <laughs> and we have Kojima, Kojima-ing. Kojima is Kojima-ing. I, yeah, I, I am so opinionated on all three of those things. So, well, well that's about the second one. The second one makes total sense. But the first and yeah. third, I'm kind of like, Ugh. We're going ma- to we're, we're have some good conversations. And in fact, let's just jump right into PSVR 2. Now, am I to assume that this is an article for me? Um, you know, as the residential yes. PlayStation <laughs> guy. I think it should go to Zara. <laughs> All right, all right. So this article came to us just straight from the PlayStation blog. PlayStation VR 2 launches in February, okay? 
at $549.99. Woof. That's a hefty cost. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's enough to spark some opinions right there. I wanted to read just a little bit of the article, and then we can chat, because we've all got opinions. Over the past several months, we've introduced PlayStation VR 2 and provided glimpses into the next generation of virtual reality gaming, which will allow you to escape into new worlds while feeling a groundbreaking sense of immersion. Today, I'm very pleased to announce that PlayStation VR 2 is officially launching on February 22nd, 2023. PlayStation VR 2 Sense Controller Charging Station, designed specifically for the PSVR 2 Sense Controller, will also launch the same day. Now... It's funny because then they kind of, they don't necessarily bury the price, but it's hard to avoid the price, right? Because basically what we've got is 549 US dollars and 99 US cents, (laughs) uh, 599 uh, euros, and then 530 pounds. Which, if you don't give a shit about any other form of currency except US dollar conversion rates, it's going to cost us 550 bones to get this, boys. (laughs) <laughs> Not 550 bones. 550 bones! Wait a second, don't we only have like 200 bones in our body? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is like, not only do you have to give your bones, you have to kill two other people and get, get their bones! Just to pay for this goddamn system. Now, okay, I know technically also, before we get into it, PlayStation VR 2, like the controller charging stand, you don't technically need it, but it brings it all together so nice. It should have been included. That's going to be an additional five, uh, 50 bucks. Ooh, wow. Yeah, no, just for an aesthetic thing that, like, it neat and tidies your yep. your storage space. Like, ah, oh, that's low. That's cheap. All right, now. Well, actually, it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the it fuck are the you opposite. talking about? Now, there's not much more we can say about the design, right? Like, the headset, uh, we'll post a picture to Twitter, but it's very, like, close to what Oculus was doing. The hand paddles look a little bit more futuristic than what the Oculus was doing. Um, but also kind of integrated with PlayStation's design. And in my opinion, one of the biggest drawbacks, right, but there is a reason for this, is the fact that it's not a wireless headset. It is wired. Yes, and if if you look closely in the picture that that they give you, it just it looks like the cord is blurred off. Like, you could see a little tail of the cord, but then it blurs out with the background. Almost like they're trying to hide the fact that it has a cord. Yeah, I totally agree. They really... You know, again, there's reasons for that that I'll get into a minute as to why that cord exists, but this is it. We've been waiting for the price. We've been waiting for the release date. We've speculated, and um, I don't know if y'all remember, but we took guesses at how much this thing was going to cost, and I think between the three of us, the highest guess was at about $400, which means we were off by about 150 bucks. Yeah. Let's discuss. Zach, how are you feeling about the price? It's expensive. It's gonna be good. I hope. I don't. I mean, what was the last one? Four hundred dollars. Yes, I, like three ninety nine, maybe. Oh, phew, I thought it was four hundred dollars, but three ninety nine. <laughs> Just one dollar short. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for that. I'm sitting here like this son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what taxes are? <laughs> this hair splitting motherfucker over here. <laughs> um, and so I mean, it's more expensive, but like, assuming they put in the technology that they've been super hyping up. It makes sense. Yes, there's a Sony tax. There's always been a Sony tax. But if it's good and it works, like, and it doesn't make me sick while I play it, I can play it for more than, like, an hour, it's 4K now. Was it 4K before? Um, No, it okay. was not. Not even close. 
And it's OLED in each fucking eye, which just sounds Correct. insane. Correct. I was just going to say, because, yeah, like I'm looking over the specs here, and it says it's OLED. It The panel resolution is 2000 by 2040 per eye. Uh, panel refresh rate, 90 hertz and 120 hertz. Yeah. Like, it all... It's high tech as fuck. Like, I was gonna say, and they they have the Tempest like 3D audio tech, which they've been really pushing. Like, I bet it's gonna sound really good. Like, I'm just ready to be immersed into a video game. Well, yeah, and, and see, that's my thing too. Is that it's even got built-in speakers, like you said. You don't need any additional plugins for this. Like, you don't need headphones. Additionally, you don't need any other immersive technology aside from what PlayStation is offering you. And so I think all of that is got to be built into the cost. And their controller is fucking fire. Like, I love the PlayStation, like, control. I don't want to play my PlayStation, but I want to hold the controller every now and then. So here's what we need to consider. The three of us who have, number one, like, yeah, we're gamers, but we also care about the tech side of this. But number two, people who are gaming commentators, like, we understand this, right? That there's a lot of great technology that's going into this headset that has not been um, true for other headsets. Most other gamers do not recognize that fact. In fact, if you scroll down to the bottom of the blog, you can start to see some of the comments people left. So uh, I will talk about the specs, and I want to also kind of compare them to what the Oculus 2 is currently running, right? Jacko the Lad... More than the price of a PS5, are you mad? And I mean, I think that's most people's point, right? Is like, even if you get the disc edition of the PS5, like, first of all, good luck finding one. It's still hard as fuck <laughs> to find. Truth. But that's going to run you 500, right? Yeah. So, okay, understandable. It, it, it is completely understandable. Um, what does the Quest <sighs> 2 need to run? It needs a phone, right? A smartphone? I don't think it even needs a smartphone necessarily Not anymore. Technically, what the um, fuck? but I know that that price was comparable to what PlayStation's offering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is a really tricky subject because, yes, naturally, as gamers, we're like, "What the fuck? We want this to be cheaper. We want this more accessible." But then, when you think about it from the specs, how ambitious of a project this is. And how PlayStation has already kind of established themselves in the VR sense anyway. Right. This could almost be considered like a separate console from the PlayStation. So I think the best way to show people why this device is so expensive is to do a comparison of the specs between this and what I would consider to be the best VR headset on the market right now, which is the Oculus Quest 2. Right? Yeah. So first of all, Zach mentioned the OLED in the eyes. Now, that's a huge freaking deal, right? OLED is like pretty much on its way to becoming the standard, whether you're talking about televisions, monitors, anything tech-wise that has a screen, right? OLED is just going to become the standard in like two, three years. Guarantee it, right? So the fact that there's OLED in these right now, that is a big deal. You're going to get a lot of really big color immersion, right? Because if there's one thing that can take you out of the game, it's, you know, when you get that sight or, like, those colors that just don't seem quite right, when you don't get those darks that are super dark, those lights that are super light. OLED, whether you're talking about the new OLED Switch or a television or a headset, it's a big deal. Yeah, it is it is the new visual standard or yeah. will be the new visual standard. I mean, that's how these things go, right? Like, OLED will be the standard in two or three years. I guarantee it. Every every screen's going to have it. It's not just going to be like that high-end, ooh, boy, I got OLED. Mm-hmm. Nice little treat. 
Now, the Oculus Quest 2, of course, since it's a standalone device, it's got its own RAM. It's got its own base storage, right? And given those things, like, it's not necessarily bad. But with the PSVR 2, I guess one thing you could count against it is it's getting that side of things from the PlayStation itself, right? Like, whatever you have on your PlayStation is basically going to stream to the headset itself. That being said, when you look at screen resolution, the Oculus Quest 2 is currently running um, 1800 by 1900 pixels per eye, right? Okay. Whereas the panel resolution for the PSVR 2 is 2000 by 2040 per eye. It's a big jump. It doesn't sound like it is, but it it, it really is. That's yeah. going to add. So, you know, you're dealing with OLED and you're dealing with like this big like panel resolution jump. Like, yeah, it's going to be a lot more immersive. It's going to look a lot prettier. And the final thing I want to touch on, the Oculus Quest 2 currently has a refresh rate of up to 90, but usually it's at 72. Not bad. Not bad. Whereas the panel refresh rate for the PSVR 2 can be up to 120 hertz, right? But usually around 90. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, if it's averaging well, like 20 hertz above the Oculus Quest, that already puts it ahead in the race. Mm -hmm. It's already... I don't know if I want to say justifying, but almost justifying these costs. Like, clearly all of the specs going into it is going to up that cost, and they can't afford to sell it below production cost. Right. So, oh, one other thing that I think is really interesting, there's vibration on the headset. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we mentioned that, but uh, they're on the, under the feedback column, it does say vibration on headset. I've never seen that before on a VR headset, like actual vibration integrated into the headset. I feel like that's going to hurt a lot of people's noses. We'll have to see. I'm excited to try it. And then, you know, we've got the other things that you were talking about, right? Like, just standard VR equipment. Like, there's um, a gyroscope within the headset, tracking cameras, IR, different things like that, built-in microphone, built-in stereo, like, things like that. So, when you put all of this into context, what we can see is that the price point for the PSVR 2 makes sense. But that being said... We have a release date, boys. We've got the price. Do you think this thing is going to sell? Is the market there? Zach, what do you think? It's niche. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive and niche. And we also have to consider, like, where what kind of games are being offered. That's the only thing that really matters, too. You know? Yeah. There's good games? Yes. If they PSV to this thing? No. No. It's It's hard to say. I mean, we saw from the last day to play... Which was better than mid, by the way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just I'm, not, had to get I'm just, that I'm in just there. kidding. I'm just kidding. Excuse us, guys. We're going to be a minute. <laughs> uh, anyway, they they do have plans. They have plans, and I mean, like, we're at the point where like PSVR is not just like a peripheral anymore. You can think of this as its own console. And if we're thinking of this like its own console, it now enters the conversation of launch lineup, and. Ooh. That's my opinion, and we have to think about what is going to be offered day one when we get this thing. Because if you're throwing down 550 bones, that's two and a half people worth of bones. (laughs) 
are you going to see that? That's one game tea podcast right there. <laughs> one game tea podcast of bones. <laughs> we'll invite Peaches back. Like, are you sure there's no reason you want to be back? And we're just like, yeah, buddy. So, um, sharpen up the saw. We need your bones. Hey, have this cup of water <laughs> <laughs> with drugs in it. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, you think it's niche? We need to look at launch lineup, which we know we've got a few games, but not a whole lot. Zara, what are you thinking? I think it'll work. I think <laughs> there is enough of a crowd out there to support this new launch. I think gamers are still going to be upset with the cost and continue to complain about that. Like, we talked about the cost makes sense, but gamers are still unhappy with the cost. Mm -hmm. Do I think that that is going to stop people from buying this? Absolutely not. I think this is going to make a killing. I think it's going to do great, and I think it's just going to build on itself. I disagree. I'm not going to buy it. But (laughs) You don't own a PlayStation, motherfucker. Exactly. I don't even, I can't buy it. He's going to buy two PlayStations. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck, that's a thousand bucks. We're over a thousand bones right there. That's we need five a lot people of people. Worth of bones. <laughs> we need a lot of people. <laughs> oh, this so, so I'm the exact opposite of him. I have a PS5. I am buying it. I think it maybe sells one to two million. It it, it can do really well still. Sony is not going to be hurting after this. I think it's uh, yeah. it's one of those things you gotta you gotta put some cost and time into. Um, because I mean, you get this virtual reality stuff like. <laughs> been outside lately it fucking sucks it get really this, does get this cold. virtual reality right like i mean that will be fire it's expensive fire but fire nonetheless <laughs> that JP, is true. what do you think <laughs> um i'm a collector at heart so i mean i was gonna try and get my hands on this thing regardless JP, but let me see your wallet real quick um i had to sell the wallet <laughs> <laughs> And also my entire lower torso. Yeah, it's a good thing that things don't cost livers. Let me tell you that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay, anyway. Okay, so if we're following the trend of the first PlayStation VR, I think this thing's going to go down in price in about a year, but not by a whole lot. And at that point, I'll probably pick it up. Here's my thought. Um, We are in the stage right now where virtual reality is starting to get a lot more attention. And, you know, Microsoft, Sony, um, Facebook, they're all trying to be the person to push VR forward, right? Like, Facebook and Meta did an amazing job with the Quest 2. They're already in the works with the Quest 3, right? Uh, PSVR 2 is pushing it another level. And then words coming out that Microsoft, we don't know exactly what they're doing, but we know they're doing something VR-related, so... It's being pushed forward. The tech's getting good. The price point makes sense, but it's just, it's hard to say. It's fucking expensive. It's, it is fucking, it's a it's whole console. It all makes sense, but it's fucking expensive. Well, I think the time is right with everybody taking an interest in VR. PlayStation's getting a jump on the game and, like, already establishing themselves. I think it, the timing just makes sense. Yeah, it, it does, man. It's one of those things... Do you, I mean, think about when we were kids and the internet first started to become a thing and people thought it was like a fad, right? Like, it might be the same thing with the PSVR too. Like, maybe we just don't see how big this thing's going to be just yet. I don't know. That's kind of my mindset there. Nonetheless, I'm excited to see what they do. I'm just, I'm excited in general. I've reached my allotted time of caring about Sony. Um, can we move on? <laughs> All right, fair enough. Does anybody have any more questions about the specs or about the headset before we move on? And also, this is coming from the one guy apparently who's going to buy it at launch <laughs> if he can if he can get it without losing his entire body. If I can, if I have six hundred bucks just laying around, which who doesn't? 
Like, hell um, yeah, I'll, I'll give this a go. A lot of people don't have 600 bucks lying around. What? Well, why now, not? Now, Cesar, he said 600 because it's 550 but then there's going to be a 7% tax on top of that. So people normally round that up. They so don't just go. 599 Jesus. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> all right, so. Zach, what does AMD have in the works right now? New stuff to buy, JP. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so uh, Radeon RX just, uh, I said that right, right? Radeon? Or Ra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Ra- Ra- Ray Dan? No, Radeon, you had that. Um, from Mortal Kombat? All right, anyway, Correct. say hello to the AMD Radeon RX 7000 series, available to purchase on December 13th. Does that mean you'll get it on December 13th? I'm going to go with no on that one. But anyway, uh, empowered by the world's most advanced gaming graphics architecture. You have the RX 7900 XTX and the RX 7900 X1. Okay. Um, um, the X1 is the cheaper version at 900. Two. That's like almost two PSVR 2s. And then you have the uh, RX 7900 XTX, which is 999. I won't say 1,000 because God forbid. Um, and so, yeah, that is the new stuff they're selling that's going to have more graphics, more powers, and... Um, power levels. Yeah, power <laughs> yeah, levels. power levels. And it literally is over 900. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> it's over 900. So here's where we are right now in the graphics cards game. So number one, um, we haven't made a point in saying this yet. I think it's important now. It is not nearly as hard to get a graphics card anymore. Things are finally kind of getting back to normal. In fact, hey. I've even seen some of them go on sale. Wow. wow. Graphics yeah. cards yeah. on sale? Yeah. I feel like an shit. idiot. I bought high, guys. Fucking don't put me in the stock market. I almost, I was thinking <laughs> of selling my 2070. I'm like, this is now an $800 card. How important is a graphics card to a setup anyway? I mean, oh, it's, it's everything. Bad. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> back to this. Back to this. My bad. My bad. All right. So here's where we're at right now. AMD. Now, when it comes to the Ryzen series of their chips... I would argue that they're neck and neck with Intel now. Like, Intel had the clear lead, but AMD stepped up their game phenomenally in, like, the past half decade. And now I would argue that AMD is, like, neck and neck with the quality of their build, the power, everything with Intel. Their graphics cards are a completely different story. I have no doubt in my mind that these graphic cards are going to be amazing, right? We don't have any benchmarks yet because this literally just got announced a a couple days ago. So no one has the card. We can't do benchmarks. I couldn't tell you how well it compares to like a 40 series card, which by the way, NVIDIA just released their 40 series. So sorry about the 30 series, Zach. (laughs) What do you have in your build right now? A 3080? Yeah, maybe a 3070 Ti. I can't remember. 3070 is a damn good card still. I'm happy with it. Well, you won't be I once you see I literally only play a 2004 video game, so it's going great. <laughs> so it's, it's looking good. Got 120 frames, 4K. All right, it's easy. Yeah. So when it comes to the graphics cards, here's the thing. Um, NVIDIA still has the huge lead over AMD, right? So I'm really curious to see what AMD does with these graphics cards. Um But it's hard to, again, we don't have benchmarks yet, so it's hard to compare where it's going to be with the 40 series. But the fact that the 40 series just dropped, like, and the architecture is probably going to be pretty similar. I'm guessing that, like, the power is going to be pretty neck and neck. But honestly, it's not about the power when it comes to Radeon's cards. I just feel like 
they don't have as much for some reason in the graphics card space. They just don't have as much of that like name recognition that people are looking for. Like PC gamers love the Nvidia cards. It's not that the Radeon cards are like less powerful or less cool looking even. I think they look amazing. It's just they don't have that name recognition yet for some reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm bored now. Can we go? <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah, to see specs. You don't like I need to see graphics. Specs. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. But look, here's the important thing. I think you'll thing. make valid points, BT Dubs. Yeah. <laughs> here's the important thing that I really want people to take away from this article. If you were someone who was unfortunate enough to start building a PC in the middle of COVID and you don't have a graphics card, number one, graphics cards are becoming more readily available now. Like if you even just go to Best Buy's website, like I know they've got a lot of cards on sale, but if you want to take a look at the Radeon series, like you have a damn good card for a good chunk of the price less than a NVIDIA card. I'm just saying. And hopefully it'll be more available than it has been in the past. Hopefully it will be acquirable on that December release date. Do you boys still think that scalpers are going to be an issue once these cards drop, even though, like, cards are more readily available now? Depends on where the supply shortages lie and if the demand is really going to be there for these cards. Like I said, Radeon's just not nearly as popular as NVIDIA. But I I don't know. That being said, AMD does have extremely loyal, like, customers. So it's hard to say. I mean, there's, there's definitely a chance that... Scalpers will not take all of these cards. All right. Anything else about the new Radeon cards before we move on? I don't believe so. Looks like we got a review coming up. (sighs) Not really a review. More like a just hype. It's a hype thing. It's a hype part. Because we got to listen to IGN. and Do they really do reviews? That's true. They just spit shit and see what sticks. You come for the news, not the reviews on IGN. Nah. All right. What do we got? God of War. Yes. Oh, my God. We do have God of War stuff, don't we? We do. (laughs) All right. We've got some graphics modes numbers. I'm a big numbers guy. I love the numbers when it comes to graphics. Fidelity. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Say it again. Fidelity, baby. Yeah. All right. Sorry, that was weird. (laughs) This whole conversation's weird. All right, so number one, I don't know if we've made this apparent. I, this is a big talking day for me, by the way. This is. This is JP's episode right here. All right, so I don't know if we've had a chance to really talk about this yet, but um, I have had friends who um, know I run this podcast who have expressed their concern that God of War Ragnarok's not coming to the PS4 for whatever reason, and I get why they think that. But first of all, God of War Ragnarok is coming to the PS4. They have not stopped PS4 support yet. So, ooh. Why boo? That's a good thing. Nobody can get their hands on the PS5. I want fidelity. (laughs) Well, you have the PS5. You got the fidelity, brother. Feel bad for peasants like Zor who don't have a single place. Read all these graphics mode. Oh, okay. I literally was like, is this a flow chart? This is a fucking flow chart. Yeah, and by the way, they're using PS4 Pro numbers, right? So if if you never upgraded to the PS4 Pro... Um, and it, your PS4 is about to upgrade, all, man. Yeah. It's gonna take fight on this game. It's like, huh? They added a new on fire mode to the PS4. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this literally will start flying from all the fans trying their best. Like bashes through the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Valhalla for you, friend. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just, okay, okay. <laughs> 
TV just like, oh, brother. <laughs> you you boys even, okay? No, that's really fucking... You don't know the struggle because you never owned a PS4. They're so fucking loud. <laughs> oh, and God forbid the guys who never blow those things out, man. They've accumulated all that dust. That 2013 dust oh, is probably God. still in there. But even... Dude, is there sweat? <laughs> yeah, like you're laughing so hard your glasses are fucking up. Oh my God, they are. Holy shit. <laughs> No, dude, you never... do you need help? (laughs) I'm a PS4 too, I guess. You never experienced the pain? Okay, PlayStation 4 kept their power bricks in the PlayStation console. That's not smart. No, because they get loud as fuck because of how hot they are. That's that's a meme is how loud the PS4 is. Like, he's 100% right. Oh, that's funny. And sweating. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Okay, let's talk numbers. Now, on the PS4 Pro, shut up, we're talking numbers. All right, PS4 Pro, right? Keep in mind, not standard PS4, the Pro. You're talking about, you know, 1080 to 1656p, which is actually technically less than HD, if you want to get technical about it. You're going to be at about 30 FPS, right? Now, that's if you're favoring performance. If you're favoring the quality then you're going to be at about the same, right? Except you're going to jump up to 1440p to 1656, which is a little bit... I mean, that's a lot better. But you're still going to be hitting that 30 FPS target, right? And if you opt to go into the standard, you're going to get 1080p again at 30 FPS. So you're probably noticing none of those different those numbers sound super different. And that's just because there's only so much... I mean, the PS5 is such a huge jump between, like, the PS4 Pro even that they designed this game for high graphics fidelity. And the PS4, as great as it was, just can't keep up anymore. It, it can't. It's outdated technology. So let's talk about the graphics modes on the PS5 because I think that's what most people want to hear about. So you've got two options when you're talking about PS5 graphic modes, and apparently Ragnarok lets you choose. You can favor performance or you can favor the quality. So, I'm a guy that likes to favor performance, personally. Bitch. Shut up. (laughs) All right. So, if you're talking performance, you're looking at 1440 to 2160p, which is, I mean, that's a lot fucking better than even the PS4 Pro, right? That's Yeah, that's a big jump. That You know, that's, that's about, I don't even know how many more pixels. Like, it's just an unfathomable amount, like 400 by 500 pixels more. And those pixels, that amount of pixels, that makes a huge fucking difference. Oh, yeah. And how the game looks. Considering each and every pixel combines to make a beautiful picture, Mm -hmm. every single one of them matters. If you favor performance, on top of that, you're also going to get a 60 FPS, which is damn good. That's a a big jump from the 30 FPS target of the PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. Now, you can add a little bit more with HFR and uh, the VRR, which I guess are just like ray tracing and like other high like things to kind of, I guess, make the game look better. But even if you're using like the best performance stuff, if you're adding like all the fixins, right, you're still getting 1440p and an unlocked 60 frames per second. So in other words, it's going to look pretty and it's going to run well, even if you're just in performance mode. Now, if you're the kind of person that likes to favor quality, native 4K resolution for the game, right? Now, of course, like, the sacrifice you're going to have to make is you'll be running it at 30 FPS if you like to favor quality, but the game is going to look fucking gorgeous 
gorgeous boys. Seriously. Boy. One of the best looking video games you're ever going to fucking play in your life. Now, there are two asterisks next to that native 4K, mm-hmm. which means that it's going to require a compatible 4K device. So that's something gamers got to prepare for. That is true, but what? in the same... I mean, in the same way that OLED is ne- going to become like the standard in two years, 4K is honestly kind of the standard now, right? Like, it's if you go to even somewhere that sells like kind of like cheaper TVs like Walmart, it's hard to find something that's not 4K. Yeah, that's Be- that's true. So you know uh, that's true. Like if, but I mean, if you're also the kind of gamer that has a PS5, chances are you do have a 4K TV as well. But okay, you are right about adding those asterisks in there, right? If you are the kind of gamer where you spent all your money on the deluxe edition of God of War and a <laughs> PS5, you should probably dish out a few hundred bucks to get like a 4K TV as well. Don't forget to get that HDMI 2.0 cable as well. That's right. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not going to be able to see anything. Now, if, kind of like with the performance mode, if you go for quality um, and add all those fixins with the HFR and the VRR, right? Um, you're still looking about at about 1800 by 2160 pixels, right? And then unlocked 40 uh, FPS, right? So just a little bit more on the FPS, but here's what I'm trying to say. Whether you are the kind of person that really loves that performance and really loves that buttery smooth animation, albeit with the sacrifice of some graphics, right? Performance mode's going to be for you and it's going to look great. Or if you just want the most stunning game you've ever fucking seen in your fucking life, right? It's a lot of fucks. Yeah, it, because it's fucking crazy. Quality mode is going to give you that basically native 4K resolution, right? Um, given with 30 FPS as a minimum, but still. So, yeah. Some and good specs for this game. It's going to look amazing, right? And I think these specs are great for a couple of things, right? I know I just put a bunch of people to sleep with the fucking numbers, so let me put it this way. This is going to be the best-looking game you've ever played in your fucking life. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fucking incredible. It's got the JP guarantee. And here's... I think it actually brings up, like, kind of this big argument when it comes to people because Zach from the fucking peanut gallery booed me when I said I favor performance because he likes a, the best fucking quality picture he can get. So we've got a quality guy over here. I'm a performance dude. Zar. I kind of sit somewhere in the middle, but I think I lean no. more towards performance. Hey. I mean, I want my game to run well if it looks stunningly pretty i'm eventually gonna tune that out because of all the other mindless tasks i have to run in this game let's get one thing out of the way even if you're doing performance mode it's gonna look incredible oh yeah no like, that's not saying that performance is, you know, is gonna look like dog poop but yeah no i think i favor performance i'd rather have my game running better than prettier all right so how many days do we even have left until ragnarok drops from this point we're recording this let's go fifth. to game releases then shall we we've got hot takes first oh no we don't no, I said fuck the hot takes. Yeah, you did. No hot takes. Here, you want a hot take? Here's the hot take. God of War Ragnarok, game of the year. Calling it now. I, it's a hot I, take. I it's haven't a, played the a game. mild take. I have not played the... Sorry, I banged on the table, and that's a big no-no from Zar. I get, and Zach. And Zach. I get animated when I talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. God of War Ragnarok. I'm calling that for game of the year already. Haven't played the game. Seen nothing more than snippets, but what good snippets. 
I think you got a high probability of being right on that end, considering what else has come out. Um, but we will actually do an episode on Game of the Year in, in the upcoming future. Just like we do every year. Just like we do every year. But I think you got a strong contender from Sony's corner on I that th- one. I think Sony's got a lot of big guys. <laughs> what if fucking Stray took it? I, I hope it does. I'm going to vote for Stray. You like legitimately Game of the Year, Stray. Absolutely. You don't even play it. No, but I basically watched every bit of it on YouTube, including the modded stuff where they put, like, cat dog as your sibling cat. Oh, no <laughs> way. I didn't even see that. Yeah, uh, like Thomas the Tank Engine or those little robots that chase you. All right, boys. Who wants to do game releases? I can take the game releases. All right, Zara, what do we got coming up? All right. On November 8th, we have Sonic Frontiers for the PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Now, on November 9th, the big one, God of War Ragnarok for the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. So excited. Uh, City Bus Manager on November 10th for the PC. On November 10th as well, we got a few games coming out. We got Dying Light 2, Stay Human, Bloody Ties DLC for the PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Wow. Fabular, Once Upon a Space Time, also coming out on the 10th for the PC. Cool title. Lunistus. Lunistus Lunistus for the PC and Switch. Police Simulator, Patrol Officers. That game is not going to get a lot of hype for the PlayStation 5, (laughs) Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Shadow of the Guild for the PC. Steel Rising. Coglestro's Secrets DLC for the PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series. Finally, moving away from November 10th on the 11th, we have Hidden Through Time Definitive Edition for the PS4 and Switch. Tactics Ogre Reborn for the PC, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and Switch. Uh, Valkyrie Elysium for the PC. And finally, I think this is coming out on the 11th, Solasta Crown of the Magister Inner Strength. So, number one, I didn't know Dying Light 2 was getting a DLC. Yeah, no, I have actually heard nothing about this Bloody Ties DLC, and I'm kind of intrigued by it. Yeah, me too. It's just ties with blood on them, guys. It's just... Just bloody ties. Just like, bloody zip ties. Like they weren't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just takes you into a room with a bunch of bloody ties, and that's the DLC. Okay, so on top of God of War, we've said so much about God of War. There's nothing we can add to the conversation. It drops... Four days from now, which is going to be like the day this episode comes out. On a Tuesday. No kidding. No, Wednesday. No, it's a Tuesday because we're recording on Saturday and not Sunday today. Oh, you're fucking right. Plus, games always come out on Tuesdays at midnight. No, unless it's a Nintendo game. Unless it's a Nintendo game. Ugh. Ugh. All right. And that all started from World of Warcraft, by the way. Huh. Did it really? The more you know. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. God of War Ragnarok, Zach, are you, ex- are you as excited as I am? Probably not, but I'm excited. Okay, fair enough. Thanks for the honesty. Um, Sonic Frontiers. We gave opinions. How are we feeling? That's dropping in a couple days. Yep, that's going to drop on Monday, and I still think it's going to be mid. It's a Monday release. I don't think it's going to see huge numbers. I think it'll see enough numbers to float it and like give the studios... Encouragement to make more Sonic. This guy, this guy. Zach, you. This guy doesn't Sonic. It's so interesting because you're the Sonic guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm the 06 before before 06 Sonic guy. Come to think of it, there's no one more critical of Sonic than Sonic fans. When will you learn? 
<laughs> Power levels! All right, so you don't have as much optimism about, about Sonic Frontiers. We've discussed that. Yes. <sighs> I don't know, man. Whether it's... Even if it is good, I mean, the problem is, like, even if it's good, it's going to get overshadowed hard by God of War Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Although, I think they are way different enough that God of War won't necessarily overshadow Sonic because the population of people who are going to play each of those games are going to be vastly different. Like, you don't expect someone who's going to pick up God of War to, like, be a huge Sonic fan. Have you been on the internet? (laughs) Once or twice. And so, what do you see on the internet? Do you see God of War or do you see Sonic? I see God of War. (laughs) You're not not really a God of War fan. Well, okay, I'm just saying, think about this. Think about... Animal Crossing compared to Doom Eternal. Yeah, Animal Crossing killed it. <laughs> Doom Eternal was fire, and it still got very much overshadowed. That's all I'm trying to say. It could go either way. Doom Plus, Eternal was one of the best shooters of all time. It was good. Or Plus, it was. It was. Not all time, but it's still pretty No, I would good. say of all time. I thought it was damn good. Doom doesn't miss, dude. Yeah, yeah. Doom does good. not miss. Doom's fucking good. But I would say that the whole Animal Crossing Doom thing was more of a meme than, like, a genuine, like, oh, these games are competing. Like, we knew Animal Crossing was going to blow Doom out of the water. Well, and see, I I don't think, like, either game ever intended to directly compete with the other game. And I think the same thing is here for Sonic Frontiers and God of War Ragnarok is, like, these games aren't intending to compete (laughs) with one another. But we'll just see where the hype always lands. Also... Police simulator? Yeah. I, I just moved past that one. I think I, that's a little insensitive. That's that's a weird game to release. Like, why would you want to simulate police? Uh, I don't know. That, I, I'm going to move away from that one. Yo, you guys just got into a can of worms. They almost <laughs> say the fuck out of that. Yeah, let's just move right you on past You just got that. your game tee. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got to go because I'm scared. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying it seems a little insensitive. <laughs> You don't know that. I uh, will we'll wait for the reviews <laughs> from IGN. Yeah. That's a pretty good game. That's how I'll know. Oh, they fucked it up bad. They fucked it up. You really feel like a police officer. I don't hope want not. To. <laughs> I fucking hope not. All right. Um, I think that's about it. That'll we've do got it. we've got a huge week for gaming. We do. There's a lot of releases coming out this woogie, week. Woogie, woogie. <laughs> we've got not just, and then the week after that, we've got Pokemon. Right. In the week after that, we got something probably. Something, <laughs> something probably. I mean, we're, we're heading into uh, holiday. Dragonflight, World of Warcraft. Dragonflight's coming out. Ooh, is it now? <laughs> ooh, ooh, hey, Zar, we should get into World of Warcraft. Uh, ah, I'm just. Kidding. What about RuneScape? Yeah, let's, yeah, play, let's go yeah. play. Let's go play RuneScape. Yeah, Final God eighty two. That's so true. Final God 82, that was my screen name for RuneScape back in the day. You know why? Because he was Final God 81. <laughs> you know why? Because random. Because of random. Final God 82. I'm like, okay, that's all right. That's fine. <laughs> RuneScape is where I started the whole Czar 265 thing. Is it really? Yeah, that's where Czar came from. You know Czar 65, who ate nine. <laughs> I mean, it's just like... Mm. Are you really the final god if there's been 82 of them? What is this, Final <laughs> Fantasy? No, this yes. is Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Power level. No, this is Patrick. All right, this is going off the fucking rails. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. You just got your Game Tea. Bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.